It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. And, uh, yeah, I'm blaming you. Yeah, not the um, the show we kind of want to do today. We Kind of a disappointing end to a lot of the districts. Because we had a lot of good teams bow out. In the finals. Yeah, I, I just – I knew they weren't all getting through Brady, but I thought one of them would get right. through of the teams that we thought from our area, other than Croslex who advanced, other than Mooney. Cardinal Mooney, who we expected to advance. I thought Portier and High girls had a really good chance, and then I found out how good Lance Cruz North is. Mm-hmm. I thought St. Clair – I would have bet money on St. Clair winning that girls' district I was, at Richmond. Yeah, I was not – I mean, you go back and listen to Friday's show. I was not even worried that they would lose that game. And then um, Memphis gets through, but they're not going to play now. Yeah. So that was kind of disappointing. Yeah, uh, and Cardinal Mooney's girls surprised us because they were not a team we were expecting much no. from, but they're headed to a regional. No, so the only – I mean, yeah, a lot of the teams that got through were teams, well, we would have covered whoever won it, like MLA City's girls and Croslex or Armada. Like, we would have covered whoever won that game. Yeah, uh, and, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I, I thought there'd be more. I, th- I thought there'd be more substance. I thought St. Clair would be in the same regional with Emily City, and instead it's Lutheran North Yeah, who knocked off. Lutheran North teams were just not good to area teams. No, especially this year. Uh, and especially to Marine City because the Lutheran North girls and the Lutheran North boys won close games over Marine City. Yeah. And so, anyways, I, I, guess, I guess we'll pout after the break. <laughs> yeah. And talk about the teams that did get through yes, and, and some good games that we did I see. I will say this. I think the teams that did get through will stay around for a while. I don't think you're going to have any, all right, yeah, you won a district, good job. Try not to get embarrassed in the regional. <laughs> I think everyone that made it through has, like, has a legitimate shot to do something with their, with their district title. All right, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that when we come back in just a moment. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E-glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, you're back with Dennis and Brady, the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast, and uh, yeah, district basketball. It was good. Don't get me wrong. I, I had a lot of fun games, and I, and I enjoyed myself. But in the end, I wanted more. <laughs> yes, we are greedy, greedy. like that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we had high hopes. And when you have high hopes, sometimes you're disappointed, as you always like to point out. Yeah. 
And especially you, because like you, you, you really get hyped up for stuff, and then I've always got to talk you down off the ledge, or I guess onto the ledge in this <laughs> scenario. But but let's start with uh, what Friday night. The game I was at at Dakota was Lance Cruz North against Port Huron High, and we really ballyhooed this as like a really intense heavyweight bout. matchup between these two teams. Um, and in the end, it ended up being a 15-point basketball game, and I keep looking back at it going, how? How did it happen? Be- because it was it was in a manner and a style where I didn't feel like it was a blowout, but it kind of was a blowout. Like, you, I know what you're talking about. The game where the, you look at the scoreboard, like if you're just scoreboard watching, you go, oh, it's a close game. But you're there watching it. it a six-point lead can sometimes feel like a twenty-point lead, and, and and it was just it was just weird. Uh, and especially the the second half is where it all came about because it was a good game at halftime, and then in the second half, PH got outscored twenty to seven. Yeah, that's like that. That's a really good PH team, and they could only score seven points in the second half of that game. Uh, Emma Trombley had 11 points in the first half and then didn't score in the second half. Madison Lanschute scored nine points in the game, seven in the first half, only two in the second uh, half. Uh, Julia Gilbert was held to five points, but I thought she was actually the Big Red's best player on the court for the whole game, doing the other little things. Um, And Brooke Daniels, um, scored 21 points because that's what she does. Right. She averaged 20 points a game in that tournament. Yeah, and it is it is disappointing. Um, we knew that this was a possibility, that Lonsky's North is just a state championship quality team, and we said it before the district. You have three teams in that district that could conceivably make a quarterfinal. And unfortunately, just because they all happen to be in the same geographic region – Two of them don't even get a district title to show for it. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. They're good. But I just, I don't know. I almost want to play the game again and see what happens. Right. But you can't. No, that's why it's one shot. Yeah. And that's why you get some some crazy things that go on. I mean, we will talk about my game in a minute. Lutheran North was dead to rights with three minutes left to go in their district semifinal game, and now they're playing in a regional. Yeah, it's really weird, and that one shocked me too. Like when I turned that on uh, on my drive home from Dakota, because your game started a little after mine, so it was still going on while I was driving home. So I picked it up. I was actually surprised when I turned it on, and you were like at halftime, and St. Clair was down like six or seven points. Yeah, it was twenty-three to sixteen. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? Yeah, like, who is Lutheran North, and why are they all of a sudden? Hard to beat. Which we can talk about that a little more, but girls in a second. But girls uh, at PH, their season comes to an end. And while they they are losing a fair bit of seniors, but they have talent coming up. It's not it's not a situation where you look at like Marysville or Armada or like a St. Clair last year where, okay, you're going to have to build it back up a little bit. I don't think they'll be as dominant um, as they were this year or as good. But I think they also have a lot of talent. Yeah, I, I think they'll be all right uh, too. The the my on my watch list, if you if you want to say 
who I think we need to keep an eye on next year, girls basketball-wise, in the area. Uh, it's uh, Marysville, the team that went out in the very first game of you, the, you the want district to, to, to Anchor Bay. Yeah, team. they lose one girl off of that team. Yeah. Natalie Husson graduates. Everybody else is coming back. So you get Kane for another year. Uh, you, you get, uh, again, I love Anyone Walters. Um, like, you just go through. I mean, you could say something good because uh, they play 10. They go 10 deep, yeah. and they all contribute. Powers, uh, Winston, um, Miller. I'm trying to think. Yeah, Miller's going to be a good shooter. Yeah. Smith is, is in there. Um, like I said, Walters is another one that's really good. Um, uh, Anna Oles. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, they're they're, be they're all right, yeah. And then, obviously, Kane is the, was the standout player for them this year. But, mm-hmm. like you said, she scores a little more than everybody else, but everybody makes a contribution, mm-hmm. and they play defense very tenaciously. Yeah. So, all right, we can move – we can talk about my district game. Yeah, it's funny. Like I said, Lutheran North on last Wednesday with three minutes to go was down 10 to Marine City. And I'm like, all right, let's cross the T's, dot the I's get our East China district final. And then Lutheran North decided to just burn the ships and press as hard as they could. And I will tell you, their press was not anything spectacularly drawn up. They didn't have a great game plan. It was send three girls at the basketball and hope that they can't break the pressure. Marine City couldn't. And for a while, St. Clair couldn't either. But this first half I had was the longest (laughs) first half of basketball. When I tell you the first few minutes of the second quarter legitimately – I think we were two and a half minutes into the second quarter, and it was like in real time like 10 to 15 minutes. Both teams were in the double bonus with over five minutes to play in the second quarter. And it wasn't – like I don't want to say it was like horrid officiating, but it got really ticky tack at some points, uh, and there was a ton of free throws on both sides. It's not like one team was in the double bonus and the and the other uh, wasn't. St. Clair didn't hit as many in the first half. The second half, the third quarter, nobody could score. There was eight point score total, four aside in the second half in the in the third quarter I should say and then in the in the fourth quarter uh St. Clair got it down to four at one point and just couldn't get a stop or get a turnover Bohm was pretty quiet for a while she had like five points I think going into the fourth quarter at least late in the third she only ended with 12 and again that's kind of been the story if Bohm can get to 20 St. Clair usually wins but Luther and North just pressured St. Clair and I don't think they did anything spectacular they just they just made St. Clair play a not good game and they had girls get into a foul trouble Lore and Joshua both fouled out yeah it it was not St. Clair's best effort you know and and again I went into the night looking at it going all right Port Huron Lance Cruz North that's about a 50-50 but I felt really good that St. Clair was going to beat Lutheran North. I really did too. Uh, and, and and advance, and so that was, I mean that that was I was disappointed when when both of those teams were out. Um, kind of felt good about Imlay City, and kind of figured they'd beat Elmont, and they did handily because 
that's what they've done all year. The is Lee beat, City Langemans. Yeah, they, they beat uh, the, the BWAC team. So that was 55-33. And guess what? We're going to have a, a, a BWAC game in the regional because North Branch, and I'm not going to call this an upset because North Branch actually has been really good this year. And I think most They're 12-3 the, and, three and what, two of their losses are Emily City. City. <laughs> yeah. um, North Branch beat. Flint Powers in overtime. And, again, Flint Powers is one of those teams where you hear the name and you just, you know, there's that aura around it. So this is a big win for North Branch in overtime, 45-42, and it sets up uh, a North Branch Imlay City third meeting of the season in the regional semifinal. Yeah, and pulling up their schedule, the, the two times they did play, it was a uh, – um, oh, that was – I don't know. Why did they go to 2018-19? The MHSA site – so it just goes to random years sometimes. Because they know you. it's you. Yes. Anyway, this year, when they played Emily City, they lost by 21 the first time. Second time they played, they lost by 32. So Emily City's had North Branch's number. If you're curious what the third loss was, uh, Armada got the best of them uh, that same week they actually played Emily City. So, uh, But North Branch, two overtime games to win their district. Uh, an impressive run, but now they have to play MLA City at MLA City. Yeah, that's the other thing. MLA City gets to host this uh, this regional. The other game is Lutheran North instead of St. Clair. Yeah, taking on Clawson. Clawson is is a Mac Bronze team, and I know you disrespect the Mac Bronze all the time. I do. Uh, you do. Uh, but they Although, went fourteen and two this year, so they must know how to play a little bit. Of yeah. Basketball. No. You. I mean, you don't. As bad as a conference still is, you still have to win the games. I mean, I did kind of disrespect Lamphere, and then they were the only team to give Country Day a uh, – They had a good a year in football, and we Real finally quick, had to admit it. I want to take a quick um, little tangent here. I don't know how much you were paying attention to it, but the hockey finals, all three state champions were from the MIHL. That doesn't surprise me. No, it was Cranbrook, uh, Brother Rice, and Catholic Central. Yeah, that does. Uh, I, I kind of figured, brother. After watching Brother Rice play a couple times this year, because they play Northern obviously twice, right? Um, that yeah, they weren't they weren't going to be easy to stop. Um, they they were they were even more impressive in the six nothing win than they were in the seven two win earlier this season right. at McMoran. By the way, so Northern did beat a state champion this year. They beat Cranbrook. Yeah, the, at Cranbrook too. Yeah, so that's. I mean. Yeah, I'm just that just got me reminded me of that that you had one conference that had three state champions in it. <laughs> yeah, so next time Northern struggling in that league, you can remember just why. But anyway, back to girls basketball. Yeah, so you get Luther North Claus, and that's the first game tonight out at Emily City at five thirty, and then the second game is North Branch Emily City, and that's the game you'll be at. Yeah, I'll have the second one, and hopefully I'll be going out to Emily City twice uh, this. This week, MLA City wins. We'll keep covering them till they're no longer playing. And uh, you will be following Cardinal Mooney, both boys and girls, this week. Yeah, and, and I think MLA City's the favorite in that one. Of course, yeah. now I just we just put the jinx on them because right. everybody we thought was the favorite ended up not being. But that usually, way. like in the the regional round, you usually see a team like Country Day or one of those big powerhouse names and. No disrespect to any of the four schools that are in this regional, but you like it's just a casual observer wouldn't look at this region and just go, oh, Country Day or oh, De La Salle or oh, whatever, Detroit, uh, Edison. 
And so this is a very winnable region for Emily City. And then, like I say, once you get once you get to a quarterfinal, that's kind of when it just becomes a coin flip. So yeah, you mentioned Cardinal Mooney. Cardinal Mooney's girls won one game in the regular season. They went one and eight this year in the regular season. And at districts, they beat New Haven Merritt 45-24. And uh, then they upset Parkway Christian, who not a great record, but they were like eight and seven or something right. like that. Uh, and they beat Parkway Christian 54-27. to yeah. So they, they basically they doubled up both their opponents. After winning one game all season, they doubled up both their opponents in the districts they were playing and the find long themselves con. in the regionals now. <laughs> so, uh, and, and they'll uh, – They'll have their work cut out for them because they face Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes tonight. Uh, Lakes is nine and three. It's a seven o'clock uh, start out at Auburn Hills, Oakland Christian. So yeah, I got a little bit of a road trip. Yeah, but we'll go out there. The other game uh, in that regional is uh, Kingston against Genesee Christian. Kingston's fourteen and one. Genesee Christian ten and seven on the year. They'll tip at uh, five thirty. I didn't look this up. But there's a chance they played each other in the regular season because I think Kingston and Genesee Christian are both in the uh, stars in the NTCL. So I think that they've probably played each other at least once, if not twice, this year already. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mooney and Lakes uh, probably have played each other as well. I, I didn't get in-depth, in-depth, kind of scrambling around going, what game am I going to go to? And I'm like, oh, right, Mooney played. Because there are other options, or so I thought, um, but – Memphis girls ended up having to forfeit the district final because mm-hmm. of COVID. The Memphis boys played and won, but then because of COVID, they had to forfeit mm-hmm. the first game of the regionals. Yeah. So they're not going to play down at uh, Pershing against Michigan Collegiate. So my excitement for Memphis was struck down by COVID. It was. So, all right. I think that kind of puts the bow on girls basketball for today. Unless I missed something. No, you didn't miss anything. All right, so we had, well, a little bit of better luck with boys, but that's just because someone had to win Crosslex versus Armada. Yeah. And we did have a dominant game, and something that we thought might be a little closer, but I think for our Saturday night was a an example of why Mike McAndrew schedules the way he did. Yeah. Because if you're just looking at the records, you go, oh, that's surprising. But if you know anything about the teams Mooney played, you you kind of not expected a blowout, but expected them to win. Yeah, and Saturday afternoon, I I saw a fun game. Yes, and we'll we'll talk about that uh, as well. But let's grab a, a break here, and then we'll get into the boys' uh, district finals and the regionals in just a moment. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
All right, back with Dennis and Brady on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And uh, let's uh, go back to Saturday now for the boys' district uh, finals. And the uh, the first game of the day was a noon start, which was beautiful. Yeah, you love that. And, and I'm going to tell you what, we played the first half of that game in like a half an hour. I know. I was listening to it, and I was just like, holy crap, it's halftime. Because uh, it was flying, and Northern was playing really well. Northern was up six at halftime, 35 to 29. They got a bucket like right at the buzzer too, like on a that patented Northern play where Jamison draws all the defenders and he dishes to McNeil and he kisses it off the glass for the, the score. And they went into the locker room pumped up. Then the third quarter happened. Um, and they got outscored 25 to 12 and kind of ran out of gas in that game, but uh, like the Northern girls had against Lance Cruz North, where everybody figured they were outgunned, they yeah. came out and played about as well as, as they could and maybe their best basketball game of the season, at least of the ones that I saw Yeah, for them. And for Northern, I thought they played a perfect first half. Mm-hmm. I thought they did everything well, and they got help from everybody. They didn't have Gavin Schwenter for this game, so Evan DeLong started. He hit two three-pointers for him in the first half. When he was called on to handle the basketball, he handled the pressure. He made good plays. Jamison was unbelievable. He, he fi- finally – I'm so happy. I finally get to see him just go off in a game. And he never came out. He played the entire game every second, mm-hmm. scored 34 points, um, and was just uh, – Unbelievable. And they were winning at first half. McNeil only had four points, and two of them were, were at, at the, the buzzer. buzzer. Yeah, um, He finished with uh, with eight points in the game. He was actually the second-leading scorer. Dabrowski had all six of his points in the first half. They, they really played well. Noah Edwards checks into the game and immediately knocks down a three-point shot. Steinhauer checks into the game, immediately gets a basket. Like, everything was going for them. Right, and then – But in the end, in the second half, Dakota's got uh, five. I mean, their starting five are good. Yeah, legit. And all of them showed up. Mm -hmm. Nobody had had the day off. Like, when they played Lance Cruz North, if Hines doesn't score 30, they don't win the game. Mm -hmm. Because it was very emotional, and not everybody, I think, had their mind solely on playing basketball. Um, there was a lot of showboating and, and kind of dumb stuff because it was a big rivalry game, and that seemed more important. It seemed more important. I get a dunk and then flex right. in front of the other guy that I just dunked on kind of stuff is what was going on when they played Lance Cruz North. They were much more focused against Northern, especially in the second half when I think their coach pulled them aside at halftime and said, hey, we're not supposed to lose this game. And we're losing this game. Like, they're beating us. We need to be better. And they were. Uh, and, I mean, just look at what they um, – Josh Hines, 16 points. Ethan uh, Mayer, 16 points. Tyler Barron, 16 points. Tamias Williams, 15 points. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Colpert, Owen Colpert had 10 after just scoring two points the game before. So, I mean, they, they were focused. They were locked in. Uh, and and they got some guys that can can play basketball, but I thought Northern really 
gave them a really good effort. Like I, I think Dakota woke up that morning thinking, yeah, we're going to win by 40 today. Mm. And at halftime, they're like, oh, man. Yeah. And then Northern just ran out of gas. Yeah. That's, at the end, the Huskies were spent. They, they, they had done everything that they could do, and they just didn't have anything left in the tank. And that's a good effort. That's, I mean, that's all you can ask for. I mean, you can't get mad at a team for losing just because your best players have to play 30-plus minutes in a 32-minute game. You went in at halftime. I mean, I'm sure. And he's coach, got the ball all the time. Yeah. Just about. He doesn't you know, get a possession off. When they're, when they're pressuring, he's got to be in the backcourt. He's got to be available to try to bring the ball up the court. Um, or or to draw people to him so he can get it to a, the open guy to get it up the court. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's playing pressure minutes where he's expending a lot of uh, energy all the time. Yeah, so that's a uh, that's a tough one for Northern. But I was telling you these the stats that like, and you're like, really? Yeah. So uh, it's five straight playoffs in a row that Northern's last game has been Dakota. That's Dakota's the team that knocks them out just about every year. Five straight playoffs and six out of the last seven. And remember, they were supposed to play in the final last year at Northern, and Northern was a bigger underdog last year than they were this year. Yeah. Um, So uh, Dakota is the team that the Huskies always seem to run into and and can't get away from. Yeah, that's – I mean, that's just tough. I mean, being in a district with Dakota, and you look, they, I mean, in that time, they've had a state championship appearance. Um, well, this was their had, seventh district title in the last 11 districts that got finished. Right. That's, that's just impressive. If you were wondering, last year they were 18-3 and three before the season got canceled. So, And one of those losses was to, like, Cass Tech and Chip Valley. So they were good last year, too. Um, but... Yeah, having Dakota in your district is always tough. And, yeah, not much more to say about that when you have to go against a school more than double your size. And the, the one time that Dakota wasn't the team that knocked him out, they lost to the Big Reds, and then the Big Reds lost to Dakota. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so Dakota, Dakota likes uh, playoff games against Port Huron teams, apparently, because yeah. they don't ever seem to lose them. No, but – so I was in Yale for the district championship. I had a 7 o'clock tip. Armada was taking on Croslex for the third time, and I walk into the gym like I'm excited. It's going to be a good one. And I find out before I even sit down, Connor McKenzie not able to play. And through no fault of his own, and you just – you hear that news and your heart just sinks. Like, because you – because from everything I've heard and the way Coach Becker talks about him, he's just a great kid, and he didn't deserve that to not be able to play in his final uh, game. And, yeah, so Armada's already shorthanded in a game that you can't be shorthanded when you play cross-lex. Uh, Armada actually scored the first points of the game. Dominic DeMeyer threw it off the glass and got was up 2-0. And then the next time Armada scored, they were down 29-2. Wow. A almost 30-point run for Croslex. Which, again, this Armada team 
was 12-2 going into this game. If they had not played Cross-Lex, they would be undefeated. Like, just think about that. Going on a 29-0 run against anybody is impressive. I don't care who you are. But to do it against a team as good as Armada really showed you. I, I mean, Brandon Folsom was there, and he just lo- I looked at him from across the court. He was just like, had his eyes wide. He was just like, wow, with what was going on. But I do want to give a lot of credit to Armada. You're down arguably your best player. The second quarter, they actually won the second quarter 22-21. to 21. Um, Doesn't really cut into the deficit, but they were playing hard. Uh, Eric Ketting had 19 points, and you would have thought in that fourth quarter it was a one-point game that every possession counted. He was flying on the floor, doing everything he could. Mike Becker never stopped coaching. Everyone on that Armada team kept playing until that buzzer, and that's part of the reason why Armada was so successful. I want to give them a little bit of props because you go down 29-5 to against a really good team in the first quarter, it's super easy to pack it in and accept your fate. They didn't do that, and they kept playing and it was it was it was nice to see, and that's a good that's a sign of a really well run program. Yeah, yeah, and and cross it just shows you that that Crosslex there's the little bit of determination there that's that they're getting that extra push because they believe like the, the, those guys believe it's not just the community. You know, a lot yeah. of times parents get hype, yeah. every the media gets hype, everybody gets hype because you know it's their kids and 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 they love them and they just think you that you want it that yeah the, the kids believe and that's one of the hardest things Dennis you know you can tell when a team is determined and there's not a doubt in their mind that they're going to win any game they play you've seen talented teams that have that you've seen talented teams that don't how much of a difference does that make it makes a huge difference Confidence is a lot in sports in general, but especially in high school sports. A confident kid can get a lot done right. in a high school basketball game, football game, hockey game, volleyball game, I think whatever I, it is. I think I've used the, I've brought this up before. Denny White always used his famous line about Marysville football when Walt Braun was still there. He goes, Walt Braun's teams weren't always that good. They just didn't know they weren't that good, so they just came out expected to win and did. Yeah. Uh, Jim Leland, uh, when he came to the Tigers, he said, I walked out there my first spring training, and these guys looked like they were going they expected to lose. Mm-hmm. And I said, if you want to become a winner, you've got to have some swagger. Yeah. You, you've got to walk out on the field like you're supposed to win. And, and it, it eventually – carries through um and, and Crosslax walks out there like they expect to yeah. win the the kids know hey we are this good we think we can do it and you know what adds fuel to their fire is when the outsiders say cross what's that yeah where's that yeah that annoys them oh yeah and i think sometimes they go out on the floor going oh you don't know who we are yeah. we're gonna show you now now this is really when they get to show, because everyone knows who Goodrich is, 
everyone talks about him. Oh, I can't think of the kid. Um, but they have a kid on there. Oh, he could be Mr. Basketball. Oh, no one. Nope, no one on Crosslex is one of the 100 best players in Michigan. Nope, none of this for Crosslex. Now, now it's put up or shut up time. Because guess what? As unfair as it would be, and we can talk about what's going to happen in the regionals in our, in our third segment, but they lose to Goodrich. Everyone just kind of goes, well, yeah, yeah, they beat up the BWAC. Cool. Then they played a real team and lost. Fair or not, you know that would be the narrative yeah. if, they don't, if they don't win a regional title or beat Goodrich. Or, because people only remember what happened in March. Let's just be honest, let's be fair. Like, no one will, if Croslex wins a state title, no one's going to remember that they beat Linden in the regular season. If they lose to Goodrich, no one's going to remember that they beat Linden or Carlton or, or, or beat Armada three times. You, really, people end up, and as unfair as it might sound, they remember your last game. Yeah, well, it's, it's like that and everything. Right. It's like that and everything uh, in, t- in terms of uh, sports. And, and, again, the other thing that I love about this basketball team is we know who their best player is. Mm-hmm. But look at in an 83-53 to 53 win over Armada, it's Tyler Johnson who scores 23. It's Jake Townsend who scores 20 points. Hunter Sober Hunter didn't Sober, score until halfway through the third quarter. Yeah, because he didn't have to. He didn't have to. Yeah, and – I mean, you He'll had, score when they need him to score. The only people that were wearing a Croslex uniform that didn't score were Zach Kretsch and Peyton Edwards, and they still played well. You just have so many scoring options. And there was actually there was a college scout there, and I, I was bumped into him after the game, and I was like, okay, you do this for a living. Your job depends on talent evaluation. I just want to pick your brain for a second. I'm like, is this team a legitimate threat? He goes, one of the things that makes the biggest difference come deep runs in March is guard play. And he goes, Croslex has really good guards. Like, you have four different options to bring the ball up the court. I mean, out of their starting five, Kalakovic, Soper, Townsend, and Johnson can all bring the ball up the court. He's like, that's going to make a huge difference uh, if a team tries to pressure them. Yeah. And that's what you get a lot of. You, you find that a lot of these teams that advance to this point uh, have been able to take advantage of the people they play with pressure. Mm-hmm. And then you run into the teams that can break your press and get easy baskets. You know, you, you'll stop pressing. A- a- after Croslex breaks it and Soper and Johnson dunk on you a couple of times, yeah. you'll stop pressing. Or they kick it out and, Town- and Townsend has three threes, which I think he had two threes and 20 points. I think this is the first game I saw him do. He didn't hit three threes. But uh, Tyler Johnson made up for it. He had like five in the first half. It was incredible. He, it, he's starting to feel it right now. And I know he hadn't been 100% all year. Now I think he's close to that. That's a scary thought, that they're getting better. Yeah. Other side of the uh, bracket uh, at that, and yeah, they get to do regionals at home too, which is a big help. So they'll play Goodrich. That's the uh, the second game on Tuesday. The first game is New Haven against Pontiac Notre Dame Prep. Uh, New Haven beat Lutheran North uh, 45-40 to advance uh, and win that uh, district that 
where St. Clair and uh, Marine City were playing mm-hmm. as well. Uh, I think Algonac and Richmond were in there. Yeah. Um, so uh, New Haven ends up winning that. They're a team that we don't talk about a lot, and Folsom gets upset with <laughs> us because they've got a really good uh, player in Brett Weil. Um, but we'll get to see them firsthand now. At least you'll get to see them yeah, firsthand I'm, now. I'm going to go up early um, tomorrow on Tuesday to at least watch the New Haven-Notre Dame prep game. One, because it's a good basketball game, and frankly, I haven't gotten to watch many basketball games where I just get to sit back and enjoy it because usually, you know, you're, you're working, and while you would still enjoy it, you can't just it's, – it's a little different when you can watch it as a fan. And two, I want to see how what Brent Wiles is like and what it will be like should Crosslex win and they play each other on Thursday. Um, and, and it should be fun, and again, we're, we're you know – I don't want to say the first game, the Croslex-Goodrich game, is the district or the regional mm-hmm. final, but that kind of like – They'd be the heavy favorite. Yeah, and and, and, I, and I I like that, you know, I, I think Croslex is the favorite to win this regional because they're at home, and I think they're the that's best a, team. I, that's but really I'm looking at it going, there are four good teams here. Yes. I, I mean, I don't know anything about Notre Dame prep. Um, I know they beat Cranbrook to get there. Goodrich – I don't know if this has anything to do with anything or is relevant. They didn't have to win their district final. They got a pass past Flint Powers. Yeah, power, Whether Powers that's had, relevant to, had or to just, forfeit. Or just a, uh, uh, the fine print. It's, that's one less battle-tested game that Goodrich had. And, and, and it's unfortunate because um, the, the forfeit word has been coming up a lot uh, lately. Mem- uh, Memphis girls made it to the – district final but had to forfeit because of covid uh memphis boys won their district final because mount clemens had to forfeit but it doesn't matter because memphis had to forfeit the first game of the regional against uh michigan collegiate um so they won't be playing tomorrow um and and that was a little bit of a disappointment because we were trying to figure out on uh, friday when's the last time both memphis teams won districts the same year um, and now it's a moot point. Marlette beat Sandusky 54-47, to uh, 47, so Marlette advances to uh, regionals. I believe theirs is up in Bad Axe. Uh, and Cardinal Mooney got 25 from Trent Rice, 17 points, 13 rebounds from Larry to Dallas, and 15 points from Kevin uh, Everhart. My guys, uh, Mooney <laughs> over Dryden, 71-43, to 43, and Cardinal Mooney is on to regionals, and that's who I'm going to go follow uh, tomorrow. i got to go over to Southfield Christian, but they, uh, they got a good draw too because I don't know much about International Academy of Flint, but I'm going to tell you right now, they're not beating Mooney. I think they had maybe three teams in their district. Yeah. and They're not beating Mooney. Again, Mooney's well, going to the finals, and that's where the big game will be because the second game tomorrow night is Clarkston Everest against Southfield Christian, and combined those teams are 27-3. and three, So beat up on each other. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think the Dryden game, no offense to Dryden, but you don't have the players that Lons Cruz North has. Because, again, that's a Lions Cruz North team that took Dakota to the limit. Cardinal Mooney had a chance to tie that game at the buzzer. That They're not a team that they don't have New Haven players. Again, a team that Mooney played with. They don't have all these Roseville, another district championship team that was 
on the docket. Stony Creek, another district championship team on their schedule. So yeah, their record doesn't look pretty, but guess what? Then they're they get still to, nine and seven. Yeah, but, and their league isn't a pushover. No, but you look at nine and seven, and you don't. That doesn't scream district champion. But you dissect it a little bit, and yeah, no, you get used to playing that competition. I'm sorry, Dryden most years isn't going to be able to stack up to that. No, yeah, and Dryden's playing in the uh, NTCL Stars. Uh, again, I, I think more football in that league than I think basketball. Right. So Cardinal Mooney is on a roll. Their guys are playing, um, as, as Folsom has dubbed them, Larry Dunk Dallas. Seems like every <laughs> single game there's a new highlight. He had a nice alley-oop. In the in that district final, and uh, yeah, I, I think I think there's a very good chance we're doing next Monday show still talking about Crosslex and Cardinal Mooney. Well, I hope so. Be nice to have them both, but uh, give me at least one. Yes. No, we're greedy. <laughs> we want both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I think we're still going to be talking about Emily City's girls too. Yeah, and we can kind of speculate what the quarterfinal could look like and what the rest of the road is um, in the next segment. But, yeah, we have a few teams left, and I think they're pretty solid. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back with our third segment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. 
TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit TPLogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you are back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. So Brady loves speculating. Yes, I do. You you are the, the speculator and a half. I'm I'm more reserved. I say let's wait and see what happens, and we'll go from there. I, I'm more of a I react, and you're more of a I gotta look seven months into the future and see what's going on. So to appease you, yes, with that, well, yes, that's exactly. Before how we I even see. play the regionals, let's talk about the quarterfinals. We'll just look at what the regional <laughs> is and who could be waiting. Okay. <laughs> So with the P- girls, yes, we think Emily City's going to win their regional. Well, still it, has to be played, yes. and there's still some good teams there that have to be beat. There is, and because Clawson is fourteen and two, but again, that the, the big question is how good is that fourteen and two? Well, maybe Luther North buzzsaws them too. They seem to be on a roll. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, so, I will. I guess I'll see probably the the back end of that game when I get there. Maybe I'll go a little early to see what happens with that. So I, I'm I'm looking at it. Uh, Detroit Country Day plays uh, Warren Regina. R- Regina had three wins and somehow won their district. Like Cardinal Mooney's girls had one win and, and won their district uh, to get to three. But Country Day is eleven and two. I'm going to assume that they're a pretty solid team uh, and and will be tough. Uh, I don't know anything about Detroit University or who they play, but they're twelve and two. Well, so I'll I'm tell going you to how, say they're the favorite against East Point. I will tell you how Regina won their district. They beat a 5-7 and seven team, and then they beat a 2-10 and 10 team. Yeah, so I'm not expecting Detroit Country Day to not win that game. Yeah, I mean, they didn't beat anyone that impressively, but and East Point beat East English and then won a forfeit game over a 15-2 and two Chandler Park team. So... Yeah, so I, I think Detroit University, Detroit Country Day will play in that regional final, and the winner of that game is who is going to play, who comes out of the Emily City 
uh, regional, which we think will be Emily City. Right, and again, you don't look at a team and you go, uh-oh, they have to match up with them like we have, like we did in football and like we have in other sports. So I think Emily City, I mean – yeah, who are twelve yeah. and or thirteen and three? I'm sorry, they're yeah. thirteen and three on the year. So, all three of those teams basically have the same records, and so basically, it comes down to who have you played and right. how does your record really stack up? Emily City's losses, Bay City John Glenn. That's a really good team, and whose record? Is fairly good, sitting at fourteen and three. They actually lost in the district finals to a very good Freeland team. Um, other teams that they lost to non-conference: Byron and Plymouth Christian Academy. So no BWAC losses, all out of conference. Which maybe that is something to be weary of. But Byron, seventeen and zero. But yeah, don't you think they put those games and though on their their schedule? So that they could be, te- they could test themselves and and kind of measure themselves. Yeah, and Plymouth Christian went ten and four, so, so they played three really good out of conference teams. Yeah, and didn't get embarrassed by anybody. No, I mean they weren't. They were. There were some games that weren't that great. Like they lost by seventeen to John Glenn. They lost by seventeen to Byron, and they lost by fifteen to Plymouth Christian. But all three of those games were on the road. Yeah. Besides that, they've kind of just ran through whoever they've played. All right. And then, obviously, we both think Croslex is the team to beat in their regional at home, too. Yes, at home. Um, we, there is a chance you could see a familiar team make the quarterfinal in that other region. It's at Livonia Clarenceville. You have Harper Woods Chandler Park, who is 15-2 and two and probably the favorite. They play East Point who we've each seen play once. I think you saw East Point's worst game of the year. I, I definitely saw their worst game of the, the year, and they still won. Yes. Um, I saw them beat up on a, on a uh, shorthanded Northern team. Uh, those two teams play, and then the other matchup is Ferndale-Livonia-Clarenceville. Livonia-Clarenceville won their district at 7-8. and eight. They play an 11-4 and four Ferndale team. So but I, they get to play at home. Yes. I mean, I would expect Chandler Park to come out of that. That's who I like. Again, I don't know much about Ferndale, but I'll just just glancing at records. Um, I I think Chandler Park comes out of there. If um, East Point gets hot, they can beat anyone. But I feel like they'll either beat Chandler Park or lose that game by twenty five. East Point's not losing a seven point game. Yeah, I just um, and again. I know they're, that they're good. I know they're better than the night that I saw them play, mm. but I can't get that image out of my mind. They played like dogs, and I just don't see them beating anybody because of that, and I know that that's the, a wrong way of looking at it. Which, by the way, I think the quarterfinal, still the, the site is still not determined, which – is a little weird. Like, it's the only one that's not. Like, the other one uh, is at Calvin University, Corona, and Chelsea. But the one that Cross-Lex would play in, not determined yet. So, wouldn't, wouldn't know where they would be playing at. Um, for reference, I know I didn't mention it, that the girls' basketball quarterfinal, that game. I think there's a great spot right in the middle, and it's called uh, the SC4 Fieldhouse. You're telling me, um, would be at Chelsea. 
or no, the quarterfinal eight at Ortonville Brandon, excuse me. So right around the corner from Emily City. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Cardinal Mooney, uh, if they can get through theirs, and, and again, I think they're going to win the first game, and then we'll see in the regional championship at Southfield Christian. But if they got through, they're looking at Plymouth Christian against Douglas. Both those teams are 12-5. and five. Uh, And then on the other side, Allen Park Inner City Baptist got through with four wins. Uh, And they would go up against Petersburg Summerfield, 12-4, and who I know is a a great eight-man football program. I don't know much about their basketball. Yeah, they had – wow, Allen Park Inner City had a two-team district, and they beat a 12-4 and team. Played them? Yeah, played them. Good for them. 48-46. Taylor Trillium Academy. Never heard of them Don't before, know them. but they were 12-4, and four, so they beat some teams. Who does Taylor Trillium Academy play? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know they existed. I've never heard of that school. I would have thought that was like a That's factory. That's got to be like a new school or something. Maybe. I'm I can look Charter it up school? while you, you talk know. and go over this. I just that's that's weird to me. But anyways, good for Allen Park Inner City. But I think their run ends with uh, Petersburg Summerfield, and then take your pick, flip a coin between Plymouth Christian and and Douglas. And again, do any of those teams make me go? Oh wow, they don't have a chance. They don't. But part of that is because they don't know much about them. Yeah, it's. When you get into those smaller schools, you have no idea. Yeah. All right, I, mean, I know McKin- I know what Mooney has, and and Mooney's better than their record. Like like if he wanted, if Mike wanted to play uh, a week schedule, Mooney could be eighteen and zero. Yeah, or at least you know have only a couple losses. Those league losses they have, yeah. um, just just because Taylor Trillium Academy is in the Michigan Metro Athletic Conference blue with University Prep Math and Science and Taylor Prep. Okay, so they play Hamtramck. They lost that game by like forty. Um, Harper Woods is a school I've heard of. Um, Burton Bentley, um, Warren Michigan Math and Science, Ann Arbor Father Gabriel Richard. Yeah, so they play some teams that I've heard of and some programs that I'm familiar with. Taylor Trillium Academy. All right, I saw. I'm sorry. What is Trillium? I don't it sounds know. like something from like Star a, Trek. I was gonna say it sounds like. A, <laughs> I was I was gonna ask if it's on the periodic table. <laughs> Just sounds like something that you know they they need they need in Star Trek to make their phasers work. I don't know. <laughs> There's a Trillium Park in Sarnia. Is there really? There is. Never visited it. Hmm. Don't have any plans to uh, either. So. All right. But anyway. Just, just going to go with Oh, that. Um, since we got off track. As um, we always do. Yes. Just looking at where the quarterfinal would be for Cardinal Mooney. They are 16. It would be at West Bloomfield. Great. Because, you know, why not? <laughs> you're you're going to be down in that area anyway. <laughs> I am. Uh, I've been going, like, out west and north. You've been going all south. All over the place. Uh, Oakland Christian tonight. For my game, Auburn Hills, Oakland Christian. I, I don't know the exact location of the uh, school, but looking at a map, it's not too far from where the palace okay. used to be. That's not horrible. Uh, and then uh, the the next day, the boys are out at um, Southfield Christian, which uh, looking at uh, that, um, again, 
I can get there. Right. <laughs> there have been worse trips we've had to make. I got to I got to go down to to 696 and go across and then come back up a little bit, but I can get there. You can do it. All right. So anything else before we 12 and Lasser or something like that yeah. is where I got to go. Anything else before we get going? No. I th- I think that just about covers it. Um, you know, it, again, uh, I I really in, I know they didn't win, but I really enjoyed the Dakota Northern game. I had mm-hmm. a lot of fun doing that game on Saturday. I wish the Huskies would have won, um, but um, you know, Dakota's pretty good. Yeah, um, but I am still like the the girls' results not getting Port Huron High or Saint Clair, not getting both of them really annoys me. Yeah, because they were one of them should have gotten through. Yeah, no, I, I get it. That just hey. That's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. I know, but I'm, I'm going to be grumpy about that, at least until uh, baseball and softball start. Which is like we're starting to put together the, our master schedule right now. Which means we're going to get snow. Yes. Because that's usually what happens. Brady and I put together a schedule, and then something catastrophic happens. Yeah, baseball will be banned by, like, the World Health Organization or something. <laughs> it better not be. Just, like, something crazy like that. Like, nope, no more baseball. We're changing, like, baseball not allowed. Yeah. Softball not allowed. No. You can play cricket instead. Yes. Which I still I don't understand cricket. No, and I'm not going to try to. All right. Before you end it, though. Yes. The Wikipedia page for Trillium it is, a, is a genus of about 50 flowering plant species in the family Melitixia. I don't know. Yeah. Good, there, good. He, did, he didn't take Latin at uh, Wayne. No, the uh, athletes trillium, were only required to take basket weaving. Yes, trillium species are native to temperate regions of North America and Asia, with the greatest diversity of species found in the southern Appalachian Mountains. So what in the world does that have to do with a school in the Detroit area? I don't know. Or wherever they're from. Where are they from? Taylor. Taylor. Because it sounds cool. Is there tr- oh. There's trillium and Taylor? I don't know. Maybe there's alliteration. Going on the side of the road? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> well, you need to be uh, into these things. You need to know these things for when I ask you. Anyways, can we go now? Yeah, we can go now. All right. Uh, tonight, stream one, it's uh, girls basketball, Cardinal Mooney against Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes, 7 o'clock. Uh, and on stream two at 7 o'clock, it's North Branch against Imlay City with Brady. Yeah, and then tomorrow you have uh, Mooney taking on Waterford, Our Lady. No, oh, no Mooney's wrong one. Flint International. Uh, I'm looking at the wrong one. You're right. Mooney, Flint International, you're at 5.30. I have – it says 7.30, but 15 minutes after New Haven, Notre Dame prep ends, about 7, 7.30, Croslex takes on Goodrich. All right. The Martians. They'll be short and green. Yes. No problem for Croslex. Exactly. <laughs> From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.